Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the CAS Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila, and uh, today we've got a part three of 2020, 20, 2022 business planning. You don't yep. have to do this in January. You don't have to do it in February because these rules apply for um, any time you're planning to grow your business. So you could pick it when you want. So if you're listening yeah. to this in the future, it's good stuff. Honestly, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of like give you a peek under the hood. We've actually planned out some episodes in 90 days or so to um, to see what your progress is. So you know, whenever you start, we'll have reminder episodes coming up mm-hmm. to make sure that we're uh, that you're staying on track. Great, great. Well, well, part one was uh, looking back at last year's business, looking back at looking back in time and what you've done right? A great episode. Um, if you're brand new, um, maybe that looking back is just uh, research you've done, right? About the business and what you're going to do. Uh, and, part and, two, and that's, a, uh-huh. that's another numbers episode. It's really important that you do yeah. that if you're in business, especially. So you'll have a basis for planning. for yeah. this. And if you're brand new, it's a very important episode because there's a future you that didn't listen to that episode. <laughs> and then you got to the next year and That's you want to great. look at some of your numbers. And you said, I didn't track any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said, I wish I would have. So it's great for a new business because it, it gives you an insight of what to look at. Um, part two was um, part two. Yeah. Part two was goal setting. So setting goals, right? What did you do? What do you want to do? Right. And once you know what you want to do, this episode is how you're going to get there. So this yep. is implementing your goals, getting out there making them happen. Yeah. And, and this is really kind of a, um, a pick your numbers, pick your situation that you want to be in, in the future and working your way backwards. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the, the math and the tactics that you'll use to implement, um, implement the goals that you set mm-hmm. kind of, right. This is, this is kind of what you have to do. Like, okay, I want to want a big house, I want to work for 30 minutes a day. I want to, you know, um, I want to quit my job. I want a mm-hmm. fantastic side hustle so I can go on vacation. Whatever that is and that you've written down from last episode, these are the concrete steps that you need to map out um, so you get to the, the number of the situation that, you're, that your goal is. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, right? So, um, you know, some of the questions we wrote that, you know, we'll answer, right? What, mm-hmm. what do you need to do to reach your goals? If you need to sell 400 more shirts or whatever you sell uh, a month, how are you going to do it? Um, are, are you looking to grow your business? What are you going to need to grow it to get to this new number? Uh, is this a brand new business? And what are you going to do to uh, get to those first things? Yeah. Um, so what we'll start with is, is, is we'll go into um, kind of doing that backwards math, I think, right? Where we're talking about this is the goal. This is yep. what it means, right? We're triangle it down um, from a big idea to more concrete things. And then um, and then we'll look at what you can do to generate that more business or new business. And, and we'll get into some concrete numbers and then we'll get into how you experiment a little bit. So yeah, why don't I we like start? It. Yeah, let's start with um, if I'll, I'll just read this and I'll let you go. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to make $50,000 in profit, that's the goal, right? You might think that's a really small number or a huge number. It's just a number, okay? You want to make $50,000 in profit. You sell shirts for 20 bucks and you make 10 bucks a shirt, right? We're doing easy math. Yep. Um, that means you need to sell 5,000 shirts, 50,000 divided by 10 bucks and 5,000 shirts will get you $50,000 in profit, right? And then we'll break it down to one more level. That means you need to sell about 417 shirts a month. Yeah. That's your goal. So here's what a few things I want to point out about that is um, there's a big difference between your revenues and your profits. 
right? So we're not talking about $50,000 a month in sales. We're talking about the difference between what you sell things for and all of the expenses that it takes to make those things mm -hmm. and sell those things, right? So you've got your top line, you've got your business expenses, you've got your cost of materials and supplies and everything that we went over kind of in the last episode to get to your profit per item. And we're making it really simple for you here by just saying it's a shirt um, that you sell for $20 and it costs you $10 to make it, including the blank. So you make $10 a shirt. And that specific calculation, which hopefully you'll get from last year's numbers, or you'll, um, you know, you'll, you'll surmise or figure based on some of the information that you've read or other of our podcasts you listen to, um, that $10 a shirt is a pretty conservative number in our business. Yeah. And, and one thing to mention in this is where we say um, the shirt costs you 20 and you profit 10 right, is um, we're, we're, you're going to want to do your best. And if you're in business, you know this. If, if you're not, you're going to have to predict a bit. But it's all your expenses, right? So um, it, the cost of the shirt, the cost of the ink, the cost of uh, the, the uh, a lease if you're leasing your equipment, Right. And this is true of anything. Doesn't matter rent. if it's mugs, mugs or shirts. Right. Yeah. You, you know, rent if you're paying rent somewhere, um, uh, doing your taxes. Right. I mean, these are all these things. And because we're looking for kind of a simple number that we want the business to profit a certain dollar amount. Yeah. Now, I think if you're going to do this as an exercise for yourself, um, you can write down four things, which we've written here. Right. Yep. You have kind of a profit goal. How much money do you want to make at the end of this? How much does your business want to make? If you have an LLC, this might be the amount that you take out of that LLC as your money from it, right? Um, and we said 50,000 just as a number. Second number you write down is uh, what? how many shirts do you have to sell to get to that 50,000, right? So 50,000 and we said 10 bucks per shirt was the number. And the last episode we dove into how to get more of those numbers a little better if yep. you need that. So that means 500 shirts, that's 5,000 shirts. That's the second number you wrote down. So 50,000, 5,000 shirts. Then what does that mean in revenue? It's important to know that number, right? How much cash did you actually take in? So that's 5,000 shirts times 20 bucks, mm -hmm. right? Hundred grand, hundred thousand dollars in revenue. That's your third number, and then the fourth number is is really two numbers. It's a monthly goal, because we said in the last episode an annual goal is too big. Mm -hmm. I can't do ten thousand pushups in a year. That sounds ridiculous, right? <laughs> like, um, but you know, we said, well, I'm just gonna do the math just for fun because I love talking about that. That's only twenty seven pushups a day. Twenty seven point right. three nine. So the last one is is a third it's, of a push up. It's literally my least favorite topic in the universe is push ups. It's just like yeah. But if you had to do ten in the morning and ten at lunch and seven uh, before dinner, that's not that much. And you've yeah. done ten thousand push ups. So that's the point of this monthly goal. So the fourth number is your monthly goals, which we said is four hundred seventeen shirts. Mm -hmm. Divide five thousand by twelve. Um, divide, uh, 8340, 8,340 in revenue and 4170 in profit. And that actually will exceed your, uh, $50,000 goal right yep. there. So, so my, my favorite number in all, in all of this, and I think mm -hmm. probably the most useful number from, uh, from one perspective is that, that number of shirts that you have to sell, mm -hmm. you know, because you can break that down into, um, you know, you, that can inform like, okay, so what kind of orders do I want? You know, do I want one order for 417 shirts every month? Or is my business set up where I need to do 10 orders? Or is that 417 orders? Because I only sell one, one shirt at a time. So I, I like it because it actually sounds like a pretty easy goal for making 50 G's a year. It really does. You yeah, know, 417 shirts is not is not a lot. Yeah, it's not that much. And and uh, go to um, if anyone's if anyone's doubting that and you want to just have a little visual thing, just go and empty out all the drawers for your whole family <laughs> and count up how many shirts you have. Uh, then you realize how many you need to do donate 
to Goodwill or something because you haven't worn them in eight years, but those are all the shirts that you own. Or if you look at a restaurant, if you get one restaurant to do your business and they have 20 people that work there, you know, that could be a hundred shirt order and a snap. And then, and then all, and then referral business that comes from there. So getting to that number is, is um, not unrealistic at all. Super realistic number. Especially for yeah. so, if you're looking at side hustle, hustle-ish, first year-ish, or a growing business. And if you're, I mean, like, and you know, again, this math works out. So if you, if your number is a hundred thousand dollars a year that you want to make, then it's eight hundred and thirty-four shirts mm-hmm. that you'll need. You're going to be doing a couple of hundred shirts a week. It still sounds like a suspiciously low number. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like it still yeah. sounds like very achievable. So, yeah. you know, um, but don't change your goals now, right? You already did the math and, you know, what you did last year in, in the first part of this 2022 planning project. And in the second part, you already figured out your goals. So, so don't necessarily change them right now based on what you're learning today. You know, figure out, go through the entire exercise with what you're your goals mm-hmm. you set in the last episode was, and then maybe you can take another look. Yeah, I, I, there's two, the two things I want to mention in, re, in regards to all these things. For one, um, this we're doing math numbers that are easy to do so we can say yes. them and, and you don't need a calculator. You can just use your brain and you can think of it, right? So one person's going to say, how do you make 10 bucks a shirt, right? You, you can't do that, right? There's somebody saying that right now. There's a Another person saying, I would never only make $10 a shirt. I've right? literally seen that conversation <laughs> I've a seen thousand both. times. So it's just a number. You, your, your niche is much different than somebody else down the road. Um, there's a difference between volume selling and individual selling, high fashion selling versus selling to nonprofits. I mean, there's so many things. These are numbers and you pick your numbers. There's no wrong answer and there's no right one. The right, I'll tell you, there is a right one. The right one is the one where you're hitting your goals and making profits. Your your goals. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, so that's a big thing with that. Uh, and then um, and then the other thing was just, I was going to say about the goal setting, just a second quick thing on that, is it is important to, you realize what your dream is, what you need to achieve that dream, and then you run that business according to that. And you're going to take the following steps, how to, how to achieve those goals. Um, these are really important that they're for you and your business. There's this like, there's a FOMO thing, like a fear of missing out thing yeah, where right. you do all this and you're like, dang, I really should be trying to do more or better. Um, because which we do all the time. Yeah. And because somebody else does, or, or it could have, you know, or, or why didn't I shoot higher? Right. I mean, that's always something that, that's always a thought out there, but if you did the exercise correctly, the math you're doing achieves what you wanted. So right. you get trust yourself a little bit because uh, you, you, you try to go too far away from that dream and you make it unattainable and you give up. That's just, a, that's just no, something I, that I, I heard. I like it. So, so let's break this down. Like you've got the uh-huh. 417 shirts that you need to sell. Yep. Right. So um, the first step is kind of based on part one of the series. And that is, you know, you've got to take a look at what has worked for you in the past or, is, or what is working for you right now mm-hmm. with those goals in mind. You know, um, so how did you sell, you know, how many shirts did you sell uh, a month or a week last year? And what's, what's that difference and how did you sell those, right? What methods did you use that got you to that 200 shirts or 300 shirt or 400 shirt range that you need to um, examine before you figure out how to get to 417. Mm -hmm. So you've done, you've already done things right last year um, in your business. If you're existing that made you the money that you made last year, that sold that helped you sell the amount of uh, uh, orders that you did last year. And what you want to do is the, the purpose of this kind of question is, is you're looking to replicate what you did before right. at, at, a, at scale, um, as long as it meets two things, right? Um, you met you met your profit per shirt goal, 
So if you said 10 bucks is the number, you want to replicate orders, um, ways of getting those $10 per shirt, right? Or better. Yeah, right. Or better. Yeah. If you sold a bunch of shirts at $2 per shirt, um, that's not one you're trying to replicate because that's not part of your goal unless you redo your numbers for $2 a shirt. Right. Right. Um, And this, the second thing is it, and this is a little harder to say, but you have to be able to replicate it. You can replicate it. So, so I especially like that because, you know, the vast majority of people that have small uh, customization businesses, you know, it's all word of mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, many of them don't really, especially if it's a side hustle, you know, um, you know, it's people at work, you know, it's their family members that make connections. It's, you know, it's people from church or from a leads group or a, or a fraternal organization or something like that, that you belong to, that you're already plugged in on. So oftentimes that those first sets of sales are easy and you don't actually have to do that much. You're not have, you don't have to year one frequently, you're, you started a business, this custom t-shirt business as an example, because there was already a demand. Like you already, you were already uh, paying too much for custom t-shirts at your high school and you knew you could get in, you know, so there's some built-in business that's pent up there, but year two and year three, once you have growth goals, you know, these are the times where you really got to look at, okay, if all of my business is referrals, I only know a certain number of people and I've told all of them. You know, what, how, how can I expand that or replicate? Yeah. So in this, in this example, specifically from referral, you're talking about like, um, first, like a, a single degree of separation. Referral. Yeah. This, these are, these are personal. They know you, yes. which is different, different than other referrals. We'll we're talk to later. I'll yeah. talk about later, but yeah, the, the single degree of separation, your brother, your pastor, your boss at your day job, your the person who runs the uh, little league that your kid goes to, you knew yep. all these people, you got that business. Now, um, the meat, that is harder to replicate because it's harder to just say, well, I will just get 10 more friends that really trust me, right? You know, right. I mean, which you not, could, I guess, could, but that's, that's, that's different. So, um, so, so it's a little harder to replicate that right. because these are people who just gave it to you because you're you. Yeah. And it's harder to replicate just those relationships. So um, if you, so you wanna, and, and when you, when you go past that, that's really when you're getting into the marketing part of the business and the advertising yeah. part of the business. So I think we go, we can go into it then next yeah. is, is you've, you've got that business and you're getting some other referral business from that business, right? You do a job for your pastor, the pastor loved it and you do stuff for the church. And then uh, another church down the road, you went to some sort of a community meeting and the two pastors had a chat and they said, you know, I'd love to use someone that goes to your congregation. Yeah. And then you, so those referrals are going to happen, but you didn't do anything actively to make that happen, Right. which is what a lot of people do. They uh, passively get referrals. And we're, so this next step is going to be talking about a surefire, the surefire ways to generate business for startups. So if you're looking to hit, hit goals and you're just getting refer, uh, referrals but from people you know, and then passive referrals, it's hard to replicate that and predict that. So this is going to be stuff that you can do that are kind of the surefire ways to generate business. So let's just talk about some of them. Yeah. And it's important to think about these in the way that... Um you know, that's based on your last year's experience. If you, if you did pay for ads like Facebook ads or Instagram or, or TikTok or whatever you're doing, then definitely don't ignore that if they were profitable and successful. Um, if you did cold call or, you know, if you did actively, you know, network and prospect for, or connection business, then, you know, don't set that by the wayside. You need to know those numbers from last year so you can identify which one works best or which one or three work best. So yeah. you can, you can expand on that. Oh, so thank you. Thank you for saying that because I didn't write in the notes and we almost passed uh, something really important, but when, what, so Mark brought up a point that was, was a further of something that we were just talking about. 
you look at you look at what you how you got business anyways you got business and some of those for existing business are going to be paid ads pay-per-click maybe you did google ads or you put um some sort of local ads out or something like that you paid to get business in one way or another and it generated business you should know your numbers on that and then you say can i replicate that meaning can i spend more money in google can i take yeah. out more and local ads that are similar. Maybe I did something in the local, um, you know, a local magazine that goes out to businesses in a certain zip code. Well, can I do four other zip codes? Can I do the same thing? Uh, if you did Facebook or Google ads or something like that, maybe similar, can I spend more money on them? Um, if you had um, a niche you advertise to, like you've, you advertise to fishing and you're doing fishing shirts, Right. Is there another niche similar that you can replicate doing that same formula for like advertising to to people who have boats? Right. Similar related to yeah. fishing. Um, and, and this is kind of the replication thing that, you know, your numbers where you can say, I spent ten thousand dollars in ads. I know it generated um, one hundred thousand dollars in revenue. I did all the math. All those sales were profitable. Um, that got me to three quarters of my goal. My goal is 15% more. How much do I have to spend to get that? And you do the math. What if I would have spent 10% more? There's my number at the end, 20%. Yeah. There's my number until you say, okay, I need to spend 30% more. And assuming all things go the same, I'll be able to hit my goal. Yep. So that's that's the fin, the fin of, of what's worked in the past do it again, do it bigger, do it more, uh, do it faster, do it stronger. Yep. Right. Um, now if you're not, if you haven't done that and you've just gotten the first degree referrals and then the non-action second degree referrals through, through the friend of a friend referrals, but you're not active in that, the connections, you're not active, um, in that. So here's ways you can be active in generating income and that you can hopefully have some re a reasonable way to predict how much work you have to do. Yep. And, and I'm going to change something because the, you know, these are some ways that are definitely that we're going to talk about next. They definitely work. They definitely will increase your business. Um, number one, uh, we've got cold calls down here. Um, I prefer, what do we, what do we call it? Uh, in one of our previous episodes, we called it active networking, I think. Active networking. I'm going okay. to change that in our Change it, sure. It active networking because people hate sales. Yeah. And they definitely hate the idea of cold calling. Yeah. So active networking is, is you know what networking is. That's when you um, meet new people in a social setting and you talk a little business, right? That's, that's basically what networking is. You go to a chamber of commerce meeting. Hi, my name's Mark. I sell custom t-shirts. What do you do? So active networking is going into random businesses or specific businesses and doing the same thing, saying the same things. Hi, my name's Mark. I sell, you know, custom hats, you know, um, love your business. Here's my, mm -hmm. you know, that's, yeah. that's active networking. So, and, so yeah. And this is actually just going out there and getting your name in front of people over the phone, uh, in person, uh, whatever it might be, you are, um, you're wearing one of your shirts, you're carrying one of your mugs, I don't know what you're doing, uh, but you're out there and you're, and you're physically letting the community or your niche market, and if you, if you haven't listened to any of our niche market type of episodes, listen to those, um, but you're letting them know what you do. Yep. And, um, uh, and then we'll go through some others and then we can talk about some of the rules on how you can kind of do the math to figure out. Okay. How much I like that. that. You have to do, right. Um, so the next is, uh, is asking for referrals. So that's active referral seeking. Yep. So, Coach, so, and that would you know. be, you know, if you've got, if you're still at the level one stage where almost all your customers are connections, that is not waiting for them to happen to have a conversation with someone that they know and mention you. It's calling them or emailing them or texting them and say, hey, listen, I'm actively looking for more business. Who do you know that you think might be, might be a good customer for me? Mm -hmm. yep. And so it's inspire, expiring, inspiring them to, um, 
to think about who they know, who they're connected to, and who else might be a good customer for you. Yep. And, that's, and a, um, that's a huge bonus. Yeah, huge, huge one. And, and this is something that you do active and passive when the passive is still an active way, right? So one way is you ask them for a referral, right? A person's name or contact. Mm-hmm. And then the other way, once you've already asked them for that, maybe they didn't have anybody yet. Another way you do it is when you see them next or when you deliver their goods or you set, you remind them, hey, yeah. please, I'm, I'm still looking for customers. You know, I'm looking for customers. Keep my name in mind if somebody mentions something that I do, you yeah. know, so uh, they don't have anybody to tell you yet, but remind them to keep to keep your name in mind. So this is actively this is something that you do um, always. And, and we've got we've got podcast episodes on this, but I just yep. want to mention a few active tips, and that's to um, prod their thoughts by saying, you know, um, for example, do you have anybody that, uh, you know, works with a, a big school that's got a sports team? Do you know anybody that runs mm-hmm. a small business like a hair salon or a small restaurant? You know, give them a couple of examples to think about while they're going through their daily lives. Then they realize, oh yeah, my my brother-in-law owns like a chain of um, haircutting places. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet he could use something. Cool. Yeah. Next step. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And this is something that um, all this stuff is trackable, right? Mm-hmm. This is something you do. So you should, if you're going to do the cold calls or the door knocking, you track how many times you did it that day, that week, that month, same thing with referrals. You track the numbers. Um, you could, another one of these kind of surefire way is net, actual networking, attending network events, joining yes. clubs, going to virtual or in-person or phone meetings, joining Facebook groups um, of people in your area or in your niche. This is getting your name and your business in front of other people in a, uh, in a way that's uh, expected, right? So if you go to a networking event, if you go to, if you join the chamber of commerce, if you, uh, uh, if you join a business local Facebook group, whatever it might be, everyone's expecting to tell what they want to do and yep. hear what you have to do. Yeah. And these are, this is another, I know so many people who have small businesses personally that aren't even in the customization business, that that's the only way, that's how they grew their business only. Yeah. Nothing more than joining those things and talking to everybody. And that's how they get all their business. And then they do some referral asking if they're good. Right. Um, And then the next one is, uh, is calling people who bought from you before. Oh man, this, this is, this is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of my favorites because, you know, a lot of you folks, um, you know, typically, you know, again, year one, year two, you're pretty much probably just tracking your customers in QuickBooks or FreshBooks or your accounting software. You know, you really don't have a system for, oh, they bought, you know, um, they bought for a big holiday party that they're, that they have with their family um, over Thanksgiving. You don't have a way to remind yourself to call them next year to see if they're going to have that party again. You know, so getting in touch with old customers, people that have bought with you, maybe not bought in a while. I mean, that's just, that's, that's painting for gold, you know, yeah. right, you know, right there. guaranteed and, result. And we say the word call, call means um, email, text message, Facebook contact. message, contact, just, just get there, get, get there, get in front of their face in one way or another, virtually or in person um, and say, how you been? Hope everything's good. Last year, maybe you did this. Is this going to happen again? Or I hope you really enjoyed that. I'd love to do it again for you. Or by the way, here's a good idea if you're interested. And you just say stuff to your, your old customers and, and you track this as well. You track all of this stuff and they will generate, they will all generate business. And then you can kind of do some math on that. And this is sometimes, this is hard if you don't have previous data, right? So the, so you're going to gather data as you're doing it, and then you're going to guess ahead of time and you can change your guess and move because you're going to have to figure out how much of this activity do I have to do to reach my goals? 
And you've got, but, but you do have to commit to tracking it. And I promise yeah. your business is going to be better if you do. Yeah, you've got to do it. Um, and there's like this 10% rule that's just, it's, it oftentimes is true, um, but it's, it's just a great guessing start, right? That if you talk to 10 people, one of them is going to be interested in what you do, right? Yeah. One of them is going to be interested in what you do. If you go to a party and you talked and it's a kid's birthday party and there's 10 moms and dads there and you talk to 10 different families and you say hi and you say what you do, one of them is going to say, yeah, and they're going to tell you all about something, right? Um, and then you could maybe say um, maybe somewhere between 10 or 25 or 30 percent of those people are going to buy from you in, in the near future. Yep. Right. Um, so, and that's all this depends. That's why you got to track it. There's no, so, so before, before I forget, I have, I have a challenge for, for, for people. If okay. you're in a room, if you're yeah. in a room with 10 to 20 people or more, if you have the guts to do it, just stand on a chair and say, I sell custom t-shirts. <laughs> and I guarantee if everybody in the room knows that you sell custom t-shirts, somebody's going to walk up to you and say, Hey, you know what? I need custom t-shirts. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about that. Okay. Yeah, do it. <laughs> so it was, um, I don't remember. It was a party. Um, and, uh, and we were at, we're at a party at a friend's house and there was, um, and we're playing a, a card game. Right. And, uh, and there was drinks involved and, uh, and, and I, I forget it was me or somebody else. Cause I did have some drinks, but I, I think it might've been, um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's just say it was me story. I pick up a card and, and it's a business card. And I was like, uh, I just like, you know, what's this doing on the table right. playing cards. Um, and then someone else said something and like, Oh, it's a real, Oh, one of the guys here is a realtor. He left his some cards on the table probably. And everyone's like, Oh, okay, whatever. So then it's karaoke time. This is two hours later. Everyone's like in it, in the parties really going now, you know, right. it's after midnight and, uh, and they were playing card games at 10. So the guy gets to do his karaoke and I recognize the face from the card. Because if you're a realtor, you have to have your face on the card. I don't know. For what, some reason. I don't law. know why, but yeah, but, but, but for the reason of this story that you're going to tell. Yeah. And I knew it was him. And then he says, everybody take out your phone. And we're like, well, we got a game. <laughs> There's yeah. a game of games about right. to be played. And uh, let me put in my phone number. And then I'm like, I, I'm putting my phone back in my pocket. I don't know what this is. I'm, I'm out of this game now. And then if you need to sell your house, call me. And it was not well received. Also <laughs> because we're at like midnight karaoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drinking games at 10 o'clock. I mean, this is, this is like, everybody is like, this is near wrap up time because we're getting into the karaoke. Everyone's going to run out of gas in about three songs. Um, <laughs> but, but he did do that. I don't know if he got a single piece of business out of it, but um, I threw his card away. I, you know what? I gotta, I gotta tell you. Uh, if you gave me, his if you're name, listening to this, by the way, I didn't do that. That was a joke. I'm, I'm gonna call you. <laughs> well, I mean, like, so for me, the I fully support what he did, um, but I would not want to be at that party. <laughs> <laughs> I think the karaoke kind of cancels out yeah. the, the, the business idea. Let me tell you how I would have done it. Okay. I would have picked um, the most singable karaoke song, probably by uh, Googling what's the most single best karaoke singable song. I think it's either Row, Row, Row Your Boat or I Will Survive. <laughs> Not. One of those. <laughs> Neither. Neither. Um, maybe like, I don't know. Doesn't matter. We're not getting okay. into that. Okay. So, so you pick your age group, you figure out the song, you get the best song that you feel like 75% of people are going to sing along with me. And then you play that song. It doesn't matter the fact that you're terrible at karaoke. Okay. And you've had, a, and you've had a few, you know, wines or beers. Yeah. Um, because everyone sang it with you and it's like now the best song of the night. And then when you're done and everyone's like really just, high and happy off of that song yeah you say thank you very much 
by the way, I sell custom t-shirts. Yeah. And talk houses. to me if you want to. I hopefully I entertained you and I'm even better at making shirts. So so <laughs> I think I think we've given a couple of extreme examples here, but you get the idea. You get so the anyway, idea. there was 30 people at that party, so you should track that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you want to because what we're gonna say is you're gonna talk and then mate you like we said, maybe you're gonna if if you want to. If you talk to 100 people, I'm going to go into numbers because I'm stumbling. If you talk to 100 people, 10 of them are going to be interested, right? Um, and then one to three of those people are going to buy, right? Yeah. And it sounds like a lot talking to 100 people, right? Um, but as you start breaking it down into degrees of separation, you, if you go to a network meeting and there's 20 people there, maybe two directly of them are going to be interested. But yeah. you talk to 18 other people who aren't interested now, maybe later. So they're also in that maybe bucket that later. Um, but they might refer you to one or two other people because you're asking for referrals. And then um, somebody might shout you out on their social media or their LinkedIn because you asked for a referral and they just might say, you know what? I don't know, but I'll, I mean, I'll, tw I'll tweet your name out. You know, yeah. you're a nice, you're a nice person. Um, so 20, those 20 people can quickly jump up <clears throat> to that hundred very quick. And if you do, <clears throat> yeah. um, if you're doing multiple events and if you're doing it at the baseball game and you're doing it at the party and you're doing it at an actual networking event in the chamber of commerce, you quickly start seeing that, that, that those doors are opening up. So, so um, I, I think this math is really important because this is what becomes attractive about starting to learn how to do things like paid social advertising. You know, um, if you advertise on Facebook or you actively market in a Facebook group, you may get that opportunity to deliver that message, I sell custom t-shirts, to 100 people in a day and get that response. If you, um, if you had some success uh, in the prior year with newspaper advertising or flyers or um, banners at a, you know, at a sporting event, you know, whatever, whatever it is, then you've reached, you've delivered your message to 500 people that might be at the game, you know, so, so this is where, you know, you can start to see the difference there. There's really a quality difference between personal interaction interaction, but you can quickly make up for that with, by spending money on actual advertising. So if you've had success with that in the past, you know, don't discount it um, and maybe even give it a try again, especially yeah. if you've got a big goal. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I love it, and 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 really, all about it is about it's about tracking because what you're going to do is you're going to do your best to say, I met 15 people at this networking event and mentioned myself. I um, called this many businesses, and you're going to write that down. Um, I, I stopped into this many businesses on the way home, and I wrote that down. I told. Um, and you're going to start writing all those things down that you're doing. I asked for this many referrals and you're going to get business and you're going to be sure to find out how you got it, right? Where, how'd you hear from me, right? Everyone's going to say how they did. Oh, so-and-so told me about you. Or when you write that yeah. down and then, and hopefully if you're keeping track of these people or your memory is pretty good, you remember where that lead came from. So-and-so came me. Oh yeah. Baseball, baseball dad, you know? Yeah. And then you can yeah. start tracking and over time you will start to build up. If I call this many people, I'm going to get this many sales. If I go to this many events and talk to this many people, I'm going to get this much sales. Listen, and and if it becomes predictable. If you're, if you're not, if you look back at last year and you had a great month and you don't know why, you don't know where the customer came from that may, or the two customers came from. And if you find yourself saying like, oh, the economy was great last year, you know, or the economy sucked last year, and that's the reason your business was really good or not good at all, then um, you're not doing any of these things and you're paying for it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're either going to, you either paid for it last year or you're going to pay for it, pay for it this year because you don't know how to duplicate your success mm -hmm. and avoid your failures. Yeah. So, um, what, what Mark said about tracking and writing that stuff, it can be a Google sheet or, you know, I mean, 
It can be a legal pad for now. Um, I don't I don't really care how you do it to start as long as you start by the time you end this podcast. Yeah. And, and the reason is this, right? This is what you get to, right? Um, if I talk to X number and this is it's not over time, it's predictable. So this is very, right. it's not particularly on a daily basis. Yeah. This is crazy. The first 90 days and in six yeah. months, it barely makes sense. But if you've been doing this for years, you'll have a formula that's like, no, over time, this, this is how it works. Right. Yeah. So, um, if you talk to X amount of people then or I'm sorry, you, you might just have you, the goal is to get to a number, right? So I'll talk about a real yep. number. Yours might end up being for every 20 people I interact with personally, I generate $500 in business yep. because this is how the math worked as I've tracked it. I tracked the number of people I talked to. I tracked the different ways I talked to them. I tracked the sales and I tracked how much those sales were. And I got that. So if mm-hmm. you need to sell $100,000 in revenue, you do the math. You need to communicate with 4,000 people or 330 a month. And it seems like a reasonable big number to have 330 conversations. But realistically, if you're talking about workdays and business and you're picking up the phone and talk is also email and social media. And so in in one night, you know, it could be uh, 15 people at a party, birthday party, right? Boom, you had 15 people, but also you worked that day. And, uh, and, and you, you also went to lunch and on the way to lunch, you talked to five while you were working, you called eight old customers, you know, that one day, single day, you you could have talked to 50 people. Yeah. Right. And then, so it's like, boom, I mean, you're like 20, 15, 20% to your monthly goal in one day. Um, and then it's also, and anyone who's worked in sales, if you've worked in sales before, you know, um, you know that, I mean, you pick up the phone, you email, you do all that stuff, you get it done. Yeah, it's good. And I, I really like the, you know, working that, you know, 417 shirts or whatever your shirt number is a month and, and breaking it down that way too. So, you know, you can look at, you know, um, when I contact these kinds of people, they buy between 20 and 40 shirts from me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I only need to talk to 10 of those kinds of people. Yeah. You know, you'll, really, you'll, yeah, you'll start to get it. Right. Because yeah. that 20 and 500 was just a number. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and it could be, well, if I talk to 10 people at networking events, those generate 1500 in sales. Right. If I talk to 30 people at parties and social events, those generate, that generates $500. And then you can start thinking about it. And it also starts, then you can start replicating that. Yeah. Am I going to go to this party? Eh, I don't really know that person that well. Yeah. Looks like yeah. there's, I, if I go there, the number says I'm going to make 500 bucks. And yeah, cause I'm going to wear, by the way, it's because I'm wearing my t-shirt that yeah. says I make custom t-shirts. <laughs> At Call least me. you have your logo on or something. Right. Um, no, and I'm then much yeah. More blunt. Yeah. And, uh, and you just say, if I go to this thing, I know I'm going to generate $500. Why? Because yeah. I'm going to be friendly. I'm going to wear my logo. And that's typically the math I ran into over the past, you know, 18 months that I've been tracking this, that every time I go to a party, I make $500. Yeah. So, and I'll also get uh, some uh, free hamburgers and pizza. I don't know. <laughs> like I'll save 10 bucks on lunch. Um, there's a birthday gift involved. We go, we'll have I mean, another not podcast on how to get cheap birthday. Yeah. You make them a shirt. Oh, that is great. Gosh. All right. All right. You make so him a you you make him a shirt that says <laughs> this guy sells custom t-shirts. Here's his fun. <laughs> but at, but making them something that you do or a series of a few shirts is a pretty good idea, you know? And um, this is why you have to listen to the podcast until yeah. the end. Because this yeah. is when Mark Vila saves his good ideas. Well, we have five minutes left. Um, to, and we should just talk about new ways to generate business if you're not doing them yet. And these are not, these aren't the surefire ways. These are the risk reward ways, I think, because this is going to involve work and money. So let's just talk about what they are. And, um, and really it's a whole, there's a whole, it's a whole podcast just to talk about how to set these things up, but. Right. And, and I, I think I already, already, um, blew some of that in advance by saying, you write Facebook or Google a check. Mm-hmm. You know, you you try paid ads. You know, that's something that requires you to um, either hire somebody 
develop skills and write a check all at the same time, you know, but the, but the payoff can be extreme. Yep. Yep. That's like it's cold. whole business, whole business is from, you know, it's from online work, online advertising and things like that. Online. So there's, there's, there's SEO, right? There's getting found online on Google by making yep. sure you set yourself up to be found online. There's paid ads that are through social media and then there's tons of paid ads everywhere. Um, there's other things that, um, that uh, like direct mail or local ads that some people run their businesses off those, right? I mean, you yeah. get you get ads all the time like that, right? Um, so, uh, social media, there's there's alternate, there's newer things out there like working with influencers, you know, uh, paying people that might be local influencers or influencers in your niche, you know, that you could pay with or work with or do something for that they'll shout you out online and, and they've got a lot of followers. Um, there's trade publications if you have niche markets, right? So you might find that um, there's a local fishing club and they have a website and you sell fishing shirts and maybe they even do a little ad thing and it's a few yeah, hundred yeah. bucks to put it on there for for you know a few months you know these are all ways to generate business that unfortunately you can't know exactly what they're going to do but it's just like the gen it's just like the networking thing you can't know for your niche and your business until you do it and track it these are all the same you're going to spend some money. Hopefully, if you've listened to our podcast on how we how you do some of this stuff right, then uh, then you'll be set yourself up for success. But you're going to write some somebody a check, and they're going to do local ads, or they're going to do SEO for you, or they're going to do Google ads, and it, hopefully, it's going to work out in a way where it's profitable because it's been built right. But that might not work in week one or week five or week eight. It might take a few months to really learn that. Um, but this is part of kind of your goal and your planning is, well, I'm also going to, I really feel I can make money on Google because I sell this product. I'm <clears> going to invest X amount of dollars a month or, or whatever it is, because that's my part of achieving this goal is getting to a new scalable level. That is that is paid advertisement. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so like so those are important ways to do it too, um, and and that's. But I would say the 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 hierarchy of this podcast is on purpose. If you are in business and you've done things like all the stuff we just mentioned, paid ads and all that stuff, and they work, figure out how to replicate them. First mm -hmm. thing, right? Because you know it works. It's scalable. If um. If you haven't done them yet, don't skip to the third part yet. You have to go through part two, right? Part two was the networking and referrals and all that stuff, because that's business that's waiting for you. That's just you actively getting out there and looking for referral business. Yep. You, you don't have to attend a hundred parties a month. I mean, you could go smaller, right? And, and just... Join and you can avoid thing. karaoke. You, have you can avoid karaoke. I mean, you don't have to go crazy with this stuff, but you should be doing that first. If you're not doing something within that realm, then you're uh, you're potentially missing out. Now, if you got a fat wallet and you're very antisocial, then you can skip that area and you can say, you know what? I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to go to anything. I don't want to ask anybody. I don't really want to do anything. I just want to run an internet business that people come to me. Then you're down to these other ways of marketing, which, yep. um, which you'll just spend some money to do typically, um, because the chances of you, um, making a viral TikTok video that 5 million people see zero, it's winning the lottery zero. Yeah. It's winning the lottery. And, and, um, and then I have a one last anecdote, then we can go. Right. Okay. This is about Fair. all this stuff. Um, your friend did a video on TikTok and sold um, 10,000 fishing lures, okay? So, um, well, actually it's not your friend. It's your, it's your wife, her work friends, husband and brother own this, right? So you're like, you're actually like two, three degrees of separation away from these people. They don't, they're not close to you. Mm -hmm. when, so then you're like, well, I know somebody who did that. Of course it's achievable. No, 
That's not you. What you have to do is if you want to really see the math on that is you have to think about how many people do I know? How many people do they know? So you can say it's the same amount of people that I know times that. So if you know 100 people and all of them know 100 people, you're at 100 times 100. And then now it was one degree from that. So it's 100 right. times 100 times 100. I don't know. I'll read a million. Yeah, 100,000. 100 times. 100. So that, so one out of 100,000. A million. A million. A million. Sorry. A million. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a million. One out of a million did that. You've heard one story out of a group of a million people. Yeah. And it's and when you think about it that way, now when you start talking to your friends who are business owners and really asking them how they did it, all the stuff that we just talked about today is what you're going to hear. Yeah. They they looked nobody over. said it was easy. I did a TikTok yeah. dance wearing a wearing the watch I saw. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I I think that wraps this up, right? Yeah, that's good. I think that, and that was, that was part three of the series. And uh, I'll close off my side just by saying that um, go back, go back through, go back through it all, you know, go back through it all. We're, we're, we're not making any of this stuff up, Mm -hmm. right? These are the, this is the process that we go through, you know, um, Cold Essie and Coleman and company together we grew tremendously over the past two years for a variety of reasons. Um, and we know what all of those reasons are. And we know how much money we spent to get there. We know what we spent it on. And we're in the process of going through everything that we've just talked about with you over the past three planning episodes so we can plan for 2022 and beyond. So it's not... Um, just for big businesses. It's not just for small businesses. We're not making it up. Um, if you go through the process, your business will be, will be better than it has been. Yeah, that's great. I love it. And, and, and all this is true. This, all of everything that we did here, you will 100% get more business if you do just a fraction of some of the stuff, if you're not already. So um, great. Wrap it up, Mark. Say goodbye. Okay. This has been... Mark Stevenson from Coldesi and Mark Vila. You guys have a uh, a fantastic 2022.